Once there was a mother with two young children, pregnant with a third, who entered into the story series, The Chronicles of Narnia, for the first time. Although she was an adult, she loved these stories of four children who get whisked off to the fantasy world of Narnia, there to encounter evil witches, talking animals, grand adventures, and Aslan, the king lion, who lays down his life for these children, only to be raised up again, to be resurrected because of his love for them. If this story sounds familiar, it is because C.S. Lewis, the author of the Chronicles of Narnia, wanted to inject into those stories the truths of the Christian faith. The, the Narnia stories are allegories of Christianity. Stories to instruct children on what Christianity is all about and the love of Jesus Christ. Well, as this woman is getting deeper and deeper into the story, she is also pregnant. And that pregnancy starts to have issues. And so she writes, When the baby was born, we suffered a traumatic birth experience that led to seven weeks in the NICU, where my continued reading of the series frequently brought me comfort. However, when I came to the last book, I refused to pick it up. I knew that Narnia ended in the last novel, and I could not bear to have that happen to me. I was so fragile, and I needed to have a magical world where good won. My friends, she did not want the story to end, not because she didn't want to know what happened, but because she did not want the story to end poorly. She had fear that it would end badly, that good might not win. And she did not want to risk it. Her, her pain, fragility, and the chaos of her life were too much for her. What if the story does not end well? My friends, we are beginning our new Advent preaching series. And this preaching series is called Comforting Chaos. We recognize that in Advent we are awaiting the, the coming of Christ. That we recognize Christ has come 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem. He will come again, yes, at the end of time. But He comes in a new way to each of us right now. And Advent is a time to expand our hearts, to allow Him to enter into to come into our lives in this new way, a new way we've never experienced before. But isn't a block to that the chaos that we often have in each of our lives? Chaos that is given, to, that is kind of mirrored with the imagery that Jesus uses in our gospel today. We are reminded that sometimes there are signs in our life, like the signs in the sun and moon and stars, Signs in our own life that our lives are a mess. That they might be falling apart. And that terrifies us. Jesus says that people are in dismay. And can't that be us sometimes? We might be perplexed or confused to see our relationships, whether it be in family, friendships, at work, people we meet every day. That they might be the roaring of the sea, as Jesus says. That these relationships are never calm. Never at peace. Never pleasant. And this perplexes us, as it does the people in the gospel. 
And yet, oh, and, and also we recognize that we might die of fright knowing that, and, and the anticipation of walking back into situations, back into relationships that are difficult. Situations in our life that are possibly sinful, stress-inducing, chaotic. And isn't during the holiday season, doesn't these kind of things show themselves in very stark ways, very clear ways? Our chaos may be our fault or the fault of others if we look honestly at it. And this often gets us to ask the question, why is this happening, Lord? Where do I find comfort in the midst of all of this? With all this chaos, my chaos, Will my story end well? My friends, the ultimate message of the gospel today and throughout the season of Advent is that God will fulfill his promises. In the first reading from the prophet Isaiah, our Lord declares to each of us, I will fulfill the promise I made to you, the promise I made to my people, that from the people of Israel will come forth a descendant, a son of David, who will bring to the land right and justice. My friends, that son of David has come. He is Jesus Christ, the the only son of God. And he is here with us. And what is the message of Jesus? That in the midst of chaos and pain and suffering, the midst of all things, the turbulent waters of our life, our Lord is there to still them. Or at least, if for nothing else, be in the boat with us. I am your comfort in the midst of chaos. My friends, Jesus remains with us always. That is his promise to us. And we see it in the Eucharist. We see it in our daily prayer. We see it in the friendships, the holy friendships that we have. That God is with us always. And that he promises the story of the world will end well if you trust me. And what is more, your story, my story, will end well. Just trust me. Trust me to get you through this. Trust me in the midst of the chaos and the suffering. I will be your comfort. Let's return to the woman who had that traumatic birth experience and not wanting to finish the Chronicles of Narnia, this story that has brought her so much comfort. She writes again, It took me months to finally get to the point where my curiosity was greater than the tenderness of my heart. I can still remember sitting in our home near my baby's crib, sobbing while the world of Narnia ended. But they were not tears of grief. They were tears of relief and gratitude. Narnia ended, but as it did, the followers of Aslan went to heaven, which was only a purer and better and deeper and more vibrant Narnia, than the ones that the characters and I had loved. My tears were also of penance, for I knew that I had not trusted Lewis, C.S. Lewis, the author of the books. And even more so, I had not trusted God to be so generous in his redemption, in his power to save, in the thoroughness of making all things new. As we reflect on this woman's experience of reading a children's novel, a children's books, we have to ask ourselves, in the midst of our chaos of our own life, 
Do we trust the Lord to end our story well? Or at least to end this chapter well? Our lives are a cycle of ups and downs, the cross and resurrection. And if we trust the Lord, the resurrection always comes. But do we trust Him? Do we give ourselves to Him that He will end it well? My friends, how do we grow in that trust? How do we receive the comfort that only our Lord can provide? I think it is to focus on God's love. Jesus talks about be vigilant always, at all times. And the question you can ask is, Lord, be vigilant for what? His answer to us would be, for my love, an experience of my love. I feel like often when we enter these moments of chaos, it's as if we're facing a corner and we're focused on the chaos of our lives and saying, Lord, all I can see is this. All I can see is the suffering and pain of my life. And our Lord, in his great simplicity, is just like, turn around. Turn around and allow me to love you. So my question for us to ponder this week and as we begin our homily series and the season of Advent is this question. Where have you experienced the love of God lately? Not just known it, thought about it, not just saw it in someone else's life. Where have you and I experienced tangibly the love of God in our lives recently? I had my own spiritual director ask me this question a year ago. And I had looked at him after thinking a minute, and I said, I don't know. I don't know. And he said, you'll find it. And I did. My friends, if that is you, if you ask that question to the Lord, ask it in your own prayer, Lord, where have I experienced your love lately? And the answer is, I don't know. That's okay. But just asking that question in prayer opens up your heart to to see where he will come to you, where he will experience, where you will experience his love. I have seen that in my own life, and I know you will as well. But let's say the suffering of your life is so deep, so traumatic, so chaotic, that you're like, Father Michael, that question is just rather trite and hollow. And I suggest for, for you to ask the Lord, Lord, just come be with me on my cross. I need a companion to know that I'm not alone in my suffering, in my chaos. And doesn't the knowledge that we are not alone make all the difference? But as we enter into this season of Advent, this season of waiting, let's ask the Lord over and over again in prayer, have I experienced your love recently? And when is the next experience of your love coming to me, Lord? I wish to see you. I wish to experience you deeper and deeper in my life. God is truly our comfort in chaos because we know how the story ends, how our story ends. We must trust in Jesus, who alone brings goodness out of pain, redemption out of suffering, the resurrection out of the cross, and comfort out of our chaos.